0: <laughs> well, Stevie, what are you doing here in my living room? I'm on Skype, you idiot. What are you doing in your living room?
1: Oh, I was just finishing off this beer and getting ready to fry up some nice, tasty bacon.
0: Care to join me? I do. But before that bacon settles, we should go see the new movie Oak the new Jun Ho Bog movie about a young girl who risked everything to uh, save her best friend, Giant Animal. But
1: I'm looking at the newspapers here and I don't see it playing anywhere. And it's on the Netflix and I can't afford that. You just want to fly to Korea to see it instead?
0: I can't afford Netflix either. Korea sounds amazing. Let's go! Let's go!
1: Who would have guessed they actually aren't showing it in theaters in Korea? That was weird. That
0: was a great time. Those bastards can drink. I'll
1: tell you what. But, Stevie, what did you think about the movie Okja, a Netflix original?
0: So Is it like actually like a Netflix original, or did like someone make it, and Netflix just bought it? Sometimes they do that.
1: My understanding is this film was funded by uh, Netflix. Um, and the creator, Junho Bong, another Cypress Hill hit from the bong here. But, uh... <laughs> Uh, I think that he had the idea for the film, but Netflix was really the only avenue that he had to create this film uh, in his vision, which I think helped the film because it's definitely intense. Uh, <laughs> pretty sad, too. You cried.
0: Yeah, I mean, we'll get to it later, but I did cry. I have like a soft spot for adorable animals, and Okja is definitely an adorable animal. We needed a miracle. And then we got one this beautiful and special little creature will be a revolution in the livestock industry our super pigs will not only be big and beautiful they will also leave a minimal footprint on the environment consume less feed and produce less excretions it starts off with Tilda Swinton kind of doing a press conference for is it just like a failing like meat company?
1: yeah it's a a revamped Meat company with a new mission statement. Uh, she references her twin sister, who's also played by Tilda Swinton, during this part as being a former CEO. It's
0: the second time it's happened. She also did that in little in uh, not Little Caesars. Uh, she also did that in Hail Caesar.
1: Well, it's kind of the reverse too of adaptation when you have Nick Cage playing the the two twins
0: very true but um she's kind of doing this press conference for a revamped meat company product company
1: this is actually one of the scenes i had a problem with because this is just like a face melting amount of exposition in this first scene they're just like setting up everything yes. in this world like okay we gotta tell you about this pig and uh we gotta solve world hunger where it used to be a bad company now we're a good company it's like boom 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 facts like all these locations are being thrown out there it's just like
0: we know these walls are stained with the blood of fine working men but today i reclaim this space to tell you a beautiful story now the rotten ceos are gone it's mirando's new era with me and with new core values environment and life awesome
1: oh you're much more fun than the last chief executive well
0: former ceo nancy is my sister but uh we're very different people. We have very different ways of being. We have very different business ethics. Wasn't it was a very little organic? Not at all. It didn't unfold in a very organic way.
1: Long story short, though, they're making super pigs to solve <laughs> world hunger. Uh, which I actually thought that this plot point was pretty interesting because it humanized the company in some way. Because Tilda Swinton's character, I thought that she actually. Was in it for the right reasons, or the good twin, um, Lucy, was in it for the right reasons.
0: Right. Um, pretty much, they send, was it 26 super pigs around the world, and whoever has the biggest, healthiest pig uh, gets, I mean, it's kind of a stupid ploy, but gets taken to America.
1: It becomes like the best in show, show pig, and the flagship yeah, pig. Which... Yeah,
0: which we find out later on is not the case. But after this giant press conference, we're dropped into the pretty much the upper hills of, uh, it's Korea, right?
1: Yeah. Korea, uh, uh, supposedly within running distance of Seoul, I guess, but also yeah, in a I, mountain I town
0: too. I see. I thought it was Japan for the longest time. Not until like we actually got to Seoul. I was like, Oh, it's Korea. Well, I was relieved
1: uh, to hear Paul Dano, Dano, who's also in this film later on, uh, say in an interview that it was definitely inspired with elements of, uh, japanese anime and uh studio ghibli so we've spoiled uh what was the movie we spoiled
0: princess mononoke
1: yeah so there's definitely elements of that but it's i didn't want to feel like i was lumping in all of asian film into one bucket but no it was definitely it was intentional and talked about interviews
0: we saw Oakja. Oh, you mean that movie, just like Princess Mononoke? No, not at all.
1: And people from Asia love it when you mix up what country they're from. They think it's a hoot and a holler.
0: Well, you've traveled many times over to the, uh, actually over to Japan. Uh, you've also been where else? You've been to China?
1: No, I've been to Singapore though too.
0: Been to Singapore, close enough. Sorry.
1: Didn't uh, see any super pigs when I was there though, <laughs> believe it or not. But uh, so the, of course, the Korean locations are b- building the. Biggest and best pig, uh, the title character Okja. And one thing I want to touch on too from this opening, opening little bit is uh, what was the the girl's name? Me.
0: Mi- okay. Well, it's it was pronounced several different ways throughout the movie, but she's uh, played by I can't even say her name.
1: Si Hyun An. Si
0: Hyun An.
1: Yeah. And her and her job is to Okja.
0: Okja. Oh, yeah! oh, yeah! <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, But, um, over and over throughout
1: the course of the movie. Her,
0: yeah, <laughs> it's kind of like Shia LaBeouf and Transformers, except we have—I think her name's Misha or Mia mm-hmm. or Mi- Misha—is it Misha?
1: Uh, Misha, I think.
0: It sounded close to like you know, kinda like how you would say like uh, Michelle. I think it was Misha.
1: Yeah, but she has a grandpa, and the grandpa is one of the biggest dicks <laughs> in this whole movie. He's pretty he, greasy. He lies to her about being able to keep the pig. Then he sneaks her away when the pig gets taken away, so she doesn't even get to say goodbye. And then he uh, prevents her from going to save the pig.
0: Not only did he like take her away, but he took her to see like the grave sites of her parents, which is like super dark, don't you think?
1: Yeah, it was a little uh, Bruce Wayne and Mask of the Phantasm. <laughs>
0: sort of just, not like, only are you like not only are you like revisiting like your parents dying. But also when you get back, that beloved animal that you like is the only thing you love in life is going to be gone.
1: When I love films with subtitles, too, I really do. I would rather watch a film with subtitles than a film with dubs. But I feel like some things are lost in translation uh, because as the film bounces back and forth between America and Korea, it bounces back and forth between subtitles and English. But when it's in uh, Korea the grandpa says something to the effects of, so which one of your dead parents do you miss more, mom or dad? It's like, what? (laughs) What? (laughs) Is that supposed to be funny? Is that supposed to be... He also said something
0: kind of off-color, too. He was like, you're almost a woman. Be getting married soon. And she does not look old at all. No, not at all.
1: It was a little weird. Yeah. But that's basically the opening act. And so then... uh, the super pig, Okja, gets taken to America by this evil corporation, um, and then enter the plot of the, what was it, AFL, the animal, or well, AL. The F-
0: AFL was actually in Seoul.
1: Was in Seoul? Oh, yeah, right, right, right. Because they she of did that Runda. kind of
0: like Reservoir Dogs heat thing where... Um, Okja is pretty much being loaded up on, uh, what's the company's name again? I can't remember the name I told this one's company. She's it's Mirando's. Being loaded up on the company man's truck. And this other truck is following them. Uh, eventually crashes that truck with Misha on it. Surprisingly, somehow she didn't die. Yeah, that was, was going pretty like ridiculous. 60 flies off a truck, bangs around, and then just walks away with a limp. You know, two years ago, I slip on black ice and shatter my leg in three spots. It just doesn't work that way. But um, then we're introduced to the AFL, which is pretty much...
1: The Animal Liberation...
0: ALF, there we go. Yeah, Federation or something like that, yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: Headed up by Paul Dano. Uh, We also spoiled Swiss Army Man from him. He's one of my favorite actors right now.
0: Yeah, you just saw... um... Well, we act, we, we've we seen uh, Love and Mercy, right? hmm yeah. The Beach Boys uh, bio, and then uh, There Will Be Blood. You just watched that, right?
1: Yeah, I watch that pretty much every time I fly because it's long and it's...
0: Hel- helps you fall asleep. No, nah, a little bit, but
1: <laughs> he's great in that too. But, uh, yeah, so he he's kind of like a, uh... Uh, let's see, it's a very proper terrorist in a way. You know what I mean? Like he has these... His character has these, like, moral standards, like, not to lie. Uh, They don't want to move forward on a plan unless it's uh, signed off on by the little girl. Um, Right, which is one of
0: the worst parts of the movie. but
1: (laughs) But, yeah, but they're also, like, literally terrorists who are stealing from a major corporation. So I thought his performance was pretty good.
0: I mean, his performance might have been good. I didn't like his dialogue. It just seemed very, like, cookie cutter and, like, cut and dry. You know what I mean? Like, his dialogue was pretty much exposition. Like, he was, like, there to, like, scream and explain things.
1: Yeah, because he comes in twice, and and the the film has these moments of slowing down, but I think for the most part, though, other than the Tilda Swinton intro and the couple of times when we hear from Paul Dano, this movie does a great job of showing and not telling about the characters. Mm -hmm. Because even for, like, the super pig, Oakja, like... There's a scene early on where uh, the little girl is falling to her death and Okja like, makes a last second run for it and is able to like, logic enough that he can swing a rope around a log to save her. sacrifices himself so like the, the director uh bong is showing us that like this is a highly intelligent super pig it's not just livestock whereas like a lesser director if they would have made this would have just done like are you seeing these tests right now it's iq is off the charts <laughs> And some like scientist yeah and in scene. the
0: beginning too like misha like talks to okja a lot like she's constantly talking to okja and it's they do these kind of like zoom up um these close-ups with Okja's eyes where you can definitely tell it's understanding what she's saying.
1: Mm -hmm. So, uh, one last scene that we get in Seoul, though, is that the little girl escapes with uh, Okja temporarily. Uh, And then there's a mall destruction scene. Does that remind you of any other movies?
0: (sighs) Well, there's a lost episode of Blues Brothers that never hit the air. That kind (laughs) of reminded me of that.
1: I can't see a mall getting destroyed without thinking of Blues Brothers. (laughs) Yeah, it's obligatory
0: and, uh, you know, I also kinda of wanted to <laughs> When they threw the marbles out, out the back of the truck I started laughing. What about the poop? Oh that too was very home and I they play this music in a lot of uh, uh, British movies and comedies. You know that you know that music I'm talking about? Yeah, what is it? Uh... I can't we'll, we'll play it Benny, Benny Hill music. Yeah, it's the yeah. Benny. It's the I was kind of waiting for them to start playing that, but uh, the mall sequences were very silly. Like the mall sequence was very silly, as was, I guess, the projectile pooping for comedic effect.
1: I would describe the tone of this similar to a Coen Brothers movie, where there's moments of like black comedy, there's moments of slapstick comedy, there's also mm-hmm. moments of real like dark, dark drama, like we see more in the second act, like once they take this yeah once they take the super pig back to america basically the plan is is that they <laughs> gotta they hooked up a secret uh video camera to it so they gotta expose the evil corporation with this video i uh, just get it from inside and on the day of the big pig weigh-in parade you gotta <laughs> kidnap it back um and the little girl doesn't agree to this but a translator lies about it and, and says she does but any, anyway so like, like we said we get back to america but then this part is filled with like Pig rape and pig torture. Pig
0: rape was like hard. Like that was, I kind of had to turn away. I
1: mean, I guess it might be how things go down in a slaughterhouse, but holy shit. That was intense.
0: Yeah. Cause Okja is like this very, um, innocent character as is Misha. And I mean, they're both extremely innocent and the innocence is taken away in a heartbeat pretty much by a Jake, a drunken Jake Gyllenhaal playing an American anime character.
1: Okay, so let's talk about uh, Jake Gyllenhaal's performance, and, and I'm a huge uh, fan of his. I like the the choices he's making recently. Maybe he's other a than really life. good actor. Yeah, been great. But what did you think about him in this movie? Some people say he's a little too over the top. This is an unspeakable place. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> There are worse rooms out there. (sighs) Lucy Miranda says I'm not supposed to harm you in here. Well, at least not visibly. She wants you
0: perfect for her big telecast. But... ...when a woman humiliates a man in front of his own colleagues, a man... Is inclined to make his own decisions? Yeah, but I think that's, like, what the character was. If you've ever watched any anime, or, I mean, for the most simplistic, if you've ever seen, like, any of the Dragon Ball Z series, anytime they show, like, anyone from America, it's very over-the-top and says pretty much the corniest things possible. So I think that's pretty much the character that uh, Bong was going for.
1: Yeah, I totally agree, because he's not just, like, a crazy American. He's, like... An American who's on the last legs of a dying celebrity who's desperate to—he's
0: like Steve Irwin, that like went into like an opium den and never fully recovered from it.
1: Who are those guys? Like Jeff Corwin, is a boomerang guy? Like he's yeah, I like that. Or like Bill Nye, who's just making mm-hmm. bad Netflix shows nowadays. But anyway, <laughs> so yeah, they're torturing the pig. Uh, it's live streaming back to the the terrace, so they know what's going on. Um, and then in the meantime. Uh, are we saying her
0: name? Mija? Mija? You can say, it's pronounced several different ways throughout the movie. And goes, I heard Mija, Misha, Mija. Misha, the character. We'll Misha. Say Misha. Yeah. But okay. Misha is yeah. still
1: brought into the mix because, uh, the company has set, had this big PR setback, right? Because mm-hmm. the whole terrorist incident. Um, so now they're bringing her into the mix to be like, have his to careful, make it all. Okay. Yeah. Like reunion. Um, and then at some point, Tilda Swinton's replaced by her uh, twin sister, which I didn't really get. Did, can you explain that? Like, the twin, uh, her playing two different characters.
0: Also, forgive the dog. Wooden floors are a nightmare with a dog. But um, I don't see how you can be mad at an animal after watching
1: this movie. It makes you just want to hug no, your pets. No, it also
0: just like maybe also wanted to go like full vegetarian, but we'll get to that in a minute. Now, I'm um, still finishing
1: this bacon, though. It's delicious. <laughs> Do you want another piece? <laughs>
0: but it's on some sizzle. Um, Yeah, I didn't really understand that either. This whole time, Tilda Swinton's, uh, the pretty much main uh, antagonist, Lucy, is kind of like Phantom looking over her shoulder, pretty much saying how much better she is than her sister. And then I guess you could say like her number two in command, played by uh, Giancarlo Esposito, who plays the character Frank Dawson, pretty much um, goes to her twin sister to cause a coup which her sister is i guess worse than lucy like uh her twin sister nancy's like uh, pretty much you know numbers above all i don't care how i do it i just want to meet the numbers
1: well just to backtrack a little bit that frank dawson was the gus character on breaking bad Uh, oh yeah yeah but i didn't quite understand like he's trying to usher in this other ceo because he she thinks that she's more ruthless, I guess, um, yeah. which she seemed to be, but it didn't. I don't know. It was just adding like a little bit of like corporate political intrigue because this movie isn't just about like don't eat meat. That's way too of an oversimplification. Like it yeah. also has commentary on capitalism and commentary on like consumerism and pollution, pollution, and a bunch of other stuff. But this Nancy character wants to just kill all the pigs even the biggest and the best one which makes no sense from like a breeding
0: perspective right makes no sense from a breeding perspective or even just like i guess she doesn't care about pr at all which was the stark difference between her and her twin sister and which we found out and in just like one of the most morbid scenes you can see she really wants to kill all the pigs
1: yeah and but it, but but like what i'm saying is like why would you kill the biggest pig without it having babies like she's literally just like yeah, let's kill it, all was, of the pigs I now guess, and,
0: <laughs> would she just want to get rid of that division it <laughs> doesn't i mean if you want a long lasting i guess meat supply killing your best breeder and like your biggest pig is not the way to go about it
1: also the number of pigs jumped from like 24 to like 10,000 in the slaughterhouse within like <sighs> guess, a couple days i don't know how that happened Anyway, we're nitpicking here. So, of course, uh, there's a big showdown in the slaughterhouse at the end of the movie. Uh, we see her, the little girl, walking through the slaughterhouse in the different phases of how these, like, animals are just treated terribly. Just uh, giant
0: pigs cut in half by chainsaws.
1: It's pretty graphic. It's pretty... It was
0: gruesome.
1: That part's, like, hard to watch. That's one of the closest I came to crying during this movie, but... She she sees her oh, giant pig, Okja, and then all of these characters come together. We have the terrorists coming in and the corporate people coming in. And eventually, and I think this is significant, but I'm not sure if I know how yet, the problem isn't solved by the terrorists and their anarchy, and it isn't solved by like asking from a handout from the evil CEO. It's solved by trading a golden pig that was given to the little girl at the beginning of the movie by her grandpa.
0: Greasy for, grandpa.
1: For the life of the real pig.
0: I want to go home with okta. No, it's my property. Terminalo! I want to buy okta. Alive.
1: And so, like, in this movie that that has very very many anti-capitalistic themes is ultimately solved by like by capitalism by fair trade yeah what did you what did you make of like the ending the main spoiler here
0: i mean you and i have seen probably close to upwards of over a thousand movies so far in our lives i would say so at
1: least combined
0: you have to know pretty early on that golden pig isn't placed there for nothing oh for sure
1: i mean it was a little like uh
0: (laughs) yeah it's kind of i mean it wasn't I guess kind of like what are they, what's it they called a Deus Ex Machina?
1: Yeah, or like almost kinda, like,
0: yeah, something out of nowhere just saves the day.
1: It doesn't make, it doesn't make sense how that one golden statuette though could be worth the value of the biggest and best super pig that science has ever bred. Yeah, I mean, so I my, maybe maybe this character was just like impressed with her like,
0: oh, here's this other like. Oh here's another capitalist who wants to trade woman in business
1: <laughs> yeah I don't I don't know and, if I get that ending I'm not saying I know I think it's bad I'm not saying if I don't know if I get what
0: I didn't dig it ultimately because it's you know what I mean it's kind of just like okay if here's my pig to save you know here's a pig to save my pig but also it goes against everything that like I've been against this whole movie also the way they're killing these pigs is killing these pigs are pretty gross. Like um, the way I can describe it for those, I mean, if you haven't seen the movie, listen to this. I'm sorry, there's a ton of spoilers, but also, um, it's kind of using like this air gun, kind of like from um, Old Country for Old Men, No Country for Old Men. Yeah, exactly like it. I mean, it's identical. And there's this guy who's you know working a 12-hour shift, probably doesn't want to be there, just like shucking all these pigs. And Oakjaw's next one up, and that's where I thought Oakjaw might die at this point.
1: The little girl screams, Oakjaw! Okay! again and that makes him wait and then there's this big standoff where it's like will won't eat Willie won't eat uh,
0: yeah
1: we even get like a little like thumbs down from tilda Switten reminiscent of gladiator uh but
0: and that's when misha busts out the golden pig
1: yeah but i guess that's not really the last scene so then we have the scene of uh the little girl walking out with oak
0: <laughs> this is sad this is where i cried I get the crying <laughs> moment This is where I cried.
1: And and she's realized, like, well, I've saved one, but I'm watching all these other ones getting marched.
0: Easily 5,000 super pigs out in the middle of a field in what looks like Jersey.
1: Exactly, yeah. And then this one, these two parent pigs, excuse me, nestle their little baby pig out into the road, and then Okja puts the baby pig in his mouth, and they (laughs) sneak it home to Korea, smuggle it all the way. (laughs) And so they saved one more. And then there's, like, one last shot of... uh, the whole family with the grandpa playing together and then another callback lots of callbacks in this episode but another callback to captain fantastic where the movie ends with a very extended shot of the family having dinner like Mm -hmm. a minute plus maybe hanging on one shot nothing okja
0: also shoots the grandpa look like she hasn't forgiven him yeah which i thought was kind of funny
1: I like that, She's... though, because it's not all, I guess, happy-go-lucky. There's a little bit of no. yeah,
0: feeling still there. But it does end with eating, which is always nice. Uh,
1: so one other thing I wanted to talk about, too, is this film, uh, I think it debuted at Kane's, and when it did, it was booed by the critics there when the Netflix logo came up. Um, we sort of uh, talked about in the beginning, uh, before I sobered up with that tasty bacon, that... Uh, <laughs> That This movie wasn't playing in theaters, really, uh, unless you live in New York and L.A. here in the U.S. And then in Korea, they weren't showing it at all in theaters, uh, as we found out when we flew over there. So, like, I guess, what are your thoughts on this being, we're both lovers of movies and going to the cinema. What do you think about this being one of the best movies of the year and being straight to Netflix?
0: Well, is is that how you pronounce it? Canes? I've been calling it Cannes. Since I was like five. Is Kane's a, pron- like a like pronunciation? The Cannes Film Festival.
1: I've been drinking a little bit more since The Bacon, so.
0: <laughs> but um, I also heard that crowd is ruthless, but this was probably, what would you say, the third best movie of the year we've seen so far? I've got it be- three behind Get Out and Baby Driver?
1: Exactly, yeah.
0: And I wish it would hit theaters, but. As long as it's being shown in a widespread form, I'm not mad about it. Whether it's, you know, out in theaters or, I mean, Netflix is beating all the cable subscriptions by a large mile. So as long as it's being shown on a wide platform, I'm not mad at it.
1: Well, it sounds like a conversation that we might have in the future on a podcast about legend that (laughs) it's movies where directors and filmmakers and writers are given more creative control
0: maybe they're, for less money.
1: Yeah, they're bigger gambles, but they can turn out so much better. And it, this couldn't this wouldn't be the same movie if it came out from like a big studio.
0: You know no, I, mean? I don't think we would even get the uh, like the like any of the uh, slaughterhouse scenes.
1: Oh, none at all. You'd have like big slaughterhouse lobby saying we can't have this. Like
0: and you'd probably get like an overhearing conversation that would change the uh, the main character's direction. But yeah, you make a really good point. If directors want more freedom, Netflix – I mean, if directors writers want more freedom, Netflix is probably a solid avenue to go on.
1: Yeah, it's it's a little sad because, like I said, I do like going to the movie theater, and then I have a better experience usually in a movie theater just because it's a bigger screen. It's just fun, but – Yeah. I mean, if it means sacrificing creative control like we see in Young Han Solo, I'll go for Netflix all day. No problem.
0: That movie's going to suck. Yeah. <laughs>
1: So, any uh, any final thoughts before we get our yes or nos in here?
0: Uh, the, I didn't have many. Like, if we nit, like if we ever say like we have a problem with this movie because I enjoyed the hell out of it, it's honestly just nitpicking and kind of just trying to talk about things. But the only issue I had with this movie was sometimes the subtitles were on and sometimes they weren't. And the one place I shouldn't have been is when she said she wanted to take Okja back to the mountains. If they really wanted to kind of like turn it and make some point of a surprise of it, they should have just had her speak and had the character say she wants, um, you know, she wants to take Okja to America. That, that's like the only gripe I had with it. Otherwise, I loved it.
1: I, I agree, but that would mean it's a different film going experience for American and Korean audiences because if you're Korean, you are just going to know.
0: That's very true. Unless you would
1: blink out the translation. Oh.
0: Kinda like that'd been a kind of creative way to go. Just mute his uh mute her dialogue altogether. Sounds
1: like we should get a producing credit on next time like movie. Like Tilda Swinton and Brad Pitt did. They both were <laughs> producers on this. But so it sounds like a yes for you then?
0: Yeah, uh third best movie of the year so far. Um two thousand seventeen's been kind of a weird year, hasn't it?
1: Yeah, well, we were talking about it this. I saw the two best movies of, or two of the three best movies of the year this weekend. And it's
0: June. Well, it was July now, but yeah. Overall, I really enjoyed uh, Okja. Give this movie a yes, even if you're an animal lover like my wife was, who cried a lot during this movie. Um, definite yes for me.
1: Oh, oh one more question: Is this sadder? Than uh, um, when a Monster Calls or a Monster Calls.
0: Oh, those are different movies, man. Um,
1: but I would say those are the two saddest movies we've ever spoiled.
0: Yeah. Did a Monster Calls come out? When did that come out last October? Uh, December. Okay, yes, yeah, so that didn't make the cut for 2017. Or is would be in my top five? Um, different movies. I'll say uh, a Monster Calls was sadder just because I have a really close relationship with my mom and Oakja wasn't a fuzzy little dog who died. So I'd say one of my calls was sadder, but Oakja did make me question eating red meat as often as I do.
1: <laughs> yeah, Okja almost made me regret my third BLT we've had during this <laughs> podcast. But... So I guess, yeah, we should hit the people with some plugs. We don't have our recording it from spoiler man that's coming soon but for now if you want to tweet us it's at spoilers underscore pod or at instagram at podcast spoilers or email podcast spoilers at gmail.com uh and the nicest thing to do is to google us on the itunes app uh give us uh five stars by clicking on reviews and then giving us some or give us one star
0: and tell us how bad we are
1: that's what helps us out the most so uh anything else i'm missing here
0: uh, if you want to call us, we actually we've gotten a few voicemails. If you want to call us through the phone? It's
1: oh, seven, nine oh, three, seven, seven, six, four, five, zero three spoil 903-776-4507 And then uh, Joshua, Give us a call,
0: even if you just want to talk about random movies, yeah, we we just, just know what you think something. about random ones, you might even spoil that movie for all we
1: know. Maybe you hate Oakjaw and you love bacon as much as I do. Let us know. Then uh, Josh Hensley of the Rudabega wrote our theme song. I think that's everything, so that was spoilers.